0: Welcome back to another episode of the HLP. This is Emily and Brooks taking taking over over the the intro this this week. week. As the year comes to a close, I wanted to take a moment to thank all of our listeners for helping us grow our show.
1: We are proud of the stories we have told and we are looking forward to what is coming in the new year.
0: A special thank you to all of our patrons that have given us the financial support To improve the quality of the show and expand the content we produce.
1: It's time to ring in the new year with episode 229, No Cause for an Arm.
0: Do you like liquor
2: and things that go boo then? up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 229 you guys are in Ren Church. you did it you got inside you went in having the time of our lives having the time of getting thrown around by the whispering tyrant himself <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Tossed like a little sack of bricks. Uh, I do have a question. Steve and I were kind of talking about this when we uh, when we came upstairs. This one's for Haley. Uh, what's going on with the uh, toothbrush in the Tupperware? Yes. Oh, what is that? Why is it on the game table,
3: center stage?
4: Yeah. So I was editing the episode last night, right? Mm-hmm. And we are going to a wedding this week. I weekend. called
3: it. Mm. What? Nope. Keep going.
4: We're going to a wedding (laughs) this weekend, so I filled this halfway up with very warm water and put all of my jewelry in it and then let it soak because you're supposed to let it soak for 30 minutes with uh, warm water and mild dish soap and then use a soft toothbrush to then clean it.
2: Never mind. Didn't call it. Uh, what did yes. you
4: think it was? I
2: thought you were just like, hmm, this is the tiny Tupperware we got, like the tiniest
3: Tupperware we have, and it fits a toothbrush perfectly. I'm just going to pack it in toiletries.
4: Absolutely not.
3: We thought you were transporting your toothbrush via old takeout container. Yeah. No, yeah.
4: it takes approximately 20 to 30 minutes to do the final like what's it called like uh audio render fixing. yeah the audio render where it like levels everybody and so i was like oh perfect timing i just finished editing i'm gonna go get this warm water and then i'm gonna do this and now i have a timer for myself and so that is what i did because you're supposed to let it sit for 30 minutes oh nice i thought
2: you just forgot it
4: no it was just i thought done. you were
2: like mid-pack <laughs>
4: No, I haven't, I haven't. I haven't packed at all. No, I haven't packed either. I haven't okay. even thought about packing.
2: Well, uh, speaking of uh, drink that you know you probably are going to have to brush your teeth after, Haley, what'd you get? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would would the per, uh, patrons give you? Looks thick.
4: It, it do be thick. Oh my! I have what is called a basic uska from Ellie. A basic uska does contain a quarter cup of canned pumpkin. A Half cup of cream soda. A half cup of spiced apple cider. By the way, it is not apple apple cider seedness anymore, so I couldn't get that. I had to get apple juice and then add spices. Best thing I could do. Anyways, uh, an eighth cup of white or spiced rum. We did white rum. And then whipped topping for the topping and nutmeg for the topping. Gotta whisk those four (laughs) ingredients until it's smooth and then add the toppings. Now, uh, as far as the whipped topping, I did go one step further because I had canned pumpkin and I made pumpkin cream cold foam and so i just added that on top but it looks uh funky because it's been sitting
3: (laughs) what you just described is more work than i've ever thought about doing for one of these drinks
4: look i got i i do i always this is the thing is every fall i love these and i don't like to spend money at starbucks but i also forget that i can just buy canned pumpkin and make this so that's where this drink actually gave me an excuse to go above and beyond. To
2: buy canned pumpkin.
4: And make mm-hmm. the thing I actually like, which is the cold pumpkin.
2: What okay. viscosity is
1: the canned pumpkin?
4: Oh, canned pumpkin? I mean, that is like that is like a tomato paste viscosity.
2: It's like okay. a step below pumpkin pie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's very
1: much so a solid at the bottom of your drink.
4: No, no, no! I stirred, I stirred a lot, a lot, a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot, a lot of stirring, <laughs> like nonstop stirring for a little bit. Uh used like if I would have had a whisk, I would have used a whisk. Yeah, you
2: spend more time stirring than any of the rest of us spend making our drinks. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. Yeah.
0: I love the commitment to this one. Yeah. Well,
2: no, that that
0: I was gonna say this is actually surprisingly good.
2: Surprising how committed we could be to one that sounds like it tastes good.
4: Well, that's that's actually not why I was committed to it. I was committed to it because of the thing I actually wanted for my coffee.
2: <laughs> Usually committed if it sounds like it tastes good and it's not from the
3: 1920s. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it does have cream in it. More drinks fall under the umbrella of sounded good in the 1920s that get suggested on the show than you'd think.
2: Yeah. A stress there's, there's a lot of want.
3: prohibition-era alcohol if <laughs> suggested on here.
2: Believe Did anyone
4: want to try this, by the way?
3: Um... Sure.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a weird
4: one. Right. It is like kind
0: of weird because I mean, it it's a yeah. thick drink. Yeah,
3: let's, let's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit it from the side. Let's pass it back you. and
2: forth uh, <laughs> before it thickens.
0: Is it kind of like a a thin oh. milkshake at this point? Mm-mm
4: there's not there's like barely any cream realistically like mm, everybody keeps saying sweet. it's a milk base but like there's only just because no, like you took layer. a thick
2: thing a quarter cup of a thick thing and that's in that pint glass that right we all think it's going to be thick
4: but it's it's actually like there's very little like actual milk base mm. or cream in yeah, it
2: it literally just tastes like pumpkin pie it,
4: it does it's pumpkin pie Basically in a cup it, yeah.
2: yeah which is fine it's alcoholic pumpkin. i don't taste the booze so that's good yeah
4: and I was 100 true to the recipe. Besides the fact that it's no longer apple cider season, so yeah.
2: I don't Emily, think that's you fair. got anything good? Got a drink, Emily?
0: I do. I mixed up a little concoction. I'm calling it that... "Orange is the New Death." Oh,
3: <laughs> okay. And it awesome.
0: is a tangerine Lacroix, a orange tangerine Mio, two orange liqueurs, and a little bit of vodka.
1: Alright. Wow. And where did the vodka come from, Emily?
0: It's a Tito's Sweater Vodka. I saw it in what? the store and I had to buy it. The The vodka bottle has a little Tito's Sweater on it. It's so cute. <laughs> it's like a, a knit holiday sweater that fits a vodka bottle. That's
4: pretty great. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Steve? You got anything?
3: Yeah, I'm drinking a beer that I'm pretty excited for. I'm drinking something from Animated Brewing Company. This is... Uh, pretty timely with some of our recent announcements, Alliance of Pirates. Oh nice. Yeah, it's a black IPA. I love black IPAs. They're one of my favorite, could be my favorite beer. We'll see. Um but I'm going to go ahead and try this one. Yeah, I've definitely timely. definitely had the Alliance of Pirates before. It's good. Delicious. Weirdly Wonderful. enough, I
2: think I bought like four or five tallboys from Animated mm-hmm. uh, on the last trip home, on the last brewfest uh That's, where I, that's where I got this. I don't know. Some of they just had a lot of like, oh, it's a coffee porter. Oh, it's a, you know, cake stout, whatever that I was interested in. Um, Brooks? I've got myself a
1: lime lemongrass press.
2: Oh, nice. Mm. Back on the press train. Yeah. For the moment. Better have those for when you get press ganged. Yeah.
3: Call yourselves the press gang. <laughs> We're all media reporters.
2: Yeah, the press gang. The press gang. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> we only report on pirate affairs for the press gang. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> that, that's, for,
1: that's a character ahead. in the making right there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm with the press gang. <laughs> uh, I got myself a uh, Columbus lager. I think it's my last one. It's hanging out. Mm. Hanging out in the back of the fridge. Ah, but it's tasty. Nice and refreshing for a nice and refreshing combat that we're about to do. Um it's a group drink next time, right? So we don't have to roll it is. off.
4: Yes.
2: All right, 2:30 will be a group drink. And then we only got like a couple more cycles left for Steve to win. Pretty nervous.
4: <laughs> pretty <laughs> pretty 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 gonna nervous. He's going to strike out. Guys should be like lie about our dice rolls. Yeah. No, that's not a, that's not a part <laughs> of the game. No. <laughs>
2: it's not a part of the game. We're not going to We're not going to uh, start fudging the drink pole rolls now. Yeah, we, we fudge enough numbers already.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute.
4: I can barely do the math right the, like, without fudging.
2: <laughs> you, you don't fudge the die number, you just fudge the math. <laughs> well, when last we left our heroes, they discovered a bunch of items on the lesser death and brought Durin back. Uh, he was soul was trapped in the scythe and he was killed by a death effect, so it was actually fairly difficult to bring him back. Then the group approached the entrance that Lesser Death had left behind and realized that they had to uh, bypass a trap to get through these Reaper's doors. Upon doing so, they gained the attention of a haunt in this place, uh, the Tyrant's Whispers. Some piece of the whispering tyrant here to taunt them and it threw Lira around for a while through Tulia once but the group uh, managed to run through the narthex of the church and now they're kind of in the main worship hall with the pews kind of all jumbled and they found these huge juju zombie creatures along with what appears to be a tomb giant and you're in combat and it's the start of kind of round two even though my combat tracker says round four because we were tracking combat through the through the haunt uh, so let's get into it at the start of I guess round four is Tulia. Tulia right now you can't see anything any combatants but you have been let go by the tyrant's whispers
4: that's good and also bad because I can't see yet
1: yeah, you know it's bad when you have to zoom out really far on the map just to see the creature. That-
2: yeah, This is a really big map. Again, uh, kudos to Corey who made this one from. I mean, makes makes all of the maps for us from scratch. But like, these ones were particularly difficult because I know they were scaled like with the ten foot squares and whatever, and <laughs> in the original book. So, I mean, she even she in- didn't have great maps to work with. Even these columns have, like, the skulls in them.
1: Yep. It's it's beautiful.
4: Okay, so I am going to move up 30 feet, and now I can see them.
2: Mm-hmm. Closest one to you now is about uh, 55 feet, it looks like, away. And the other one's maybe 60.
4: So that's plenty of space. I just need to do a couple more measurements really quick here.
2: Now you can only barely see the second one. Because of your field of action. So
4: we didn't hear anything about um, electricity.
2: Just that they're immune.
4: To that as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Immune
2: to electricity, immune to cold, immune to magic missile. Resists fire.
4: Oh, that is why I wrote down acid like four times on my sheet. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: And those are those are just the resistances you know from the Juju Zombie. Mm -hmm. There was no role made on what these actually are.
3: That is correct. We also did learn they have what we can intuit as gamers of this game, as freedom of movement, as the one was not hampered at all by Durin's Void Bomb.
4: And all the Sonic-y things I have are very, very not helpful at this minute. Boy, that sucks. All right, so I will cast Dragon's Breath, and I will do specifically Acid. That's the best I think I can do. Okay. Is that a line. it is a 60-foot line. Which I can do. It's gonna That's zoom like past Ikmer's ear, but yeah. it's it won't <laughs> hit him.
2: It's gonna just well. Okay, so you got a column here. Do,
4: did it go through the column?
2: So this is a column.
4: Oh shit! It does go through the column. Damn it! And Ikmer would get hit by it any other way.
3: Fucking Cory putting
0: columns in this map,
3: screwing the whole thing up.
4: <laughs> they
0: look he good,
2: did it. But- I tried to praise you at the beginning before they all tore you apart. <laughs> just remember that I did that.
0: It just needs to be five feet to the left is all.
4: So I am going to move now that I've moved 30 feet straight forward. And then I could see stuff. I'm now going to move 15 feet diagonally back.
2: Okay.
4: Or maybe it's, I might be 20 feet back.
2: Yeah, that still allows you to see him.
4: Yep. And then I will now do my casting with the line.
2: Okay. So a reflex.
4: Correct.
2: From a boy.
4: And I will use a point to make the reflex save a little harder.
2: Okay. That sounds good.
4: Still luck, but...
2: That's a... Eh, you might get him. That's a 25.
4: Exactly. Okay. Well, let me get uh, him.
2: These do look like fairly big, clumsy creatures. Like, that was probably <laughs> fairly good for him.
4: Oh, fairly okay, good okay, okay. Yeah. Bad news is, I I have a lot of electricity, and so...
2: So what's the damage looking like?
4: Um. All right. So I rolled 12d6. I got 49 over 12d6. So divide that by two.
2: So 24 damage? Yes. All right. That does appear to cut through. So what that would tell you is it doesn't seem like they have any, any magical resistances um, applied to them afterwards. It seems like this freedom of movement is obviously a spell on them. So you'd be wary that they have others other, other things cast on them.
4: And they're undead, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it is a swift action, so as my uh, swift action, I'm going to steal some life and... Does that have
2: a range with your life-stealing gloves?
4: It says that if I... Oh, this one actually won't do it because it's supposed to be a single target spell.
2: Okay, that's Tulia's turn. It's this uh, thin uh, undead creature's turn. It's got the Thin adjective for zero That's <laughs> That's great. Though the
3: token is 15 feet
2: wide. He's gonna ready an action for anyone coming at
3: him. Matumbe. These two boys are at the top of our field of battle. They are jammed side by side into this little alcove. Perfect for a little AOE as Matumbe calls down Uh, holy passages from the bones land in a spiral and purple light diffuses itself violently between these two creatures. This is a holy smite. I'm going to need some will saves. Okay. where are you casting it? Just between the two of them. It has a 20 foot burst radius. I know there's another creature back there because I know, but Matume can't see that far, so that probably doesn't get it. Mm -hmm. I can't see that far. Okay. I've got... Uh, on the on the one that was just
2: uh, blasted by Tulia, I've got a
3: 33. Oh, yeah. And then I've got a 28 on the other. So you succeed on both. You are not blinded for either of them. You are going to take half of the total damage, which is 18 rounds down to nine. Okay. And... Matumbe is going to spend the second half of his turn moving up close by his buddy, Ikmer, right behind him.
2: Okay, what my other boy want to do here? I think he's going to do the same thing he's going to ready if anyone comes up towards him, or within his reach, rather. bear
1: All right. Bear has the uh, the Blade of the Rising Sun out in his main hand and the pearlescent pyramid above his head um, so he he draws it or I guess puts the other one away and, and draws that blade and as he runs forward he's gonna say use the columns to our advantage we can dodge around them but they cannot and so he is just gonna move 30 feet up and be right in front of Ikmer behind a column and stay right where he is because, uh, yeah, if we don't have to wade into melee combat, let's not.
2: If we yeah, have range abilities. You can see the other combatant in here now as well. Ooh. Um, oh, she's scary. Yeah, you see like a 12 foot tall, great woman with a gnarly looking scythe. Um, and. I bet Eclipse wants that on the back of her axe. Yeah, you watch her... Nah, I got
4: one from death.
2: You watch her take a fiver... One, two. And cast a spell. Uh, She reaches out and touches both of these creatures. And then it is Eclipse's turn.
4: All right. Eclipse is going to fly up and over by Air Bear and Ikmer and Matumbe and all of her friends. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I am going to spend two points of my evocation assigned stuff Mm -hmm. to do an acidic burst.
1: Okay. Saucy.
4: Great. So I will, uh, it's got a a solid radius on it. It has a 20-foot radius, and I can actually see right here, so I can hit every single one of them. Mm -hmm. And so I'll do that. And so I need reflex saves from all of them.
2: Okay. Let's start with the... Uh, how much damage does this do? Like, how many d6? Eight. Okay. It's possible. Uh, she's got a 27. And then the two have uh, probably both fail. Uh, 12 and a 18.
4: Yeah, that definitely fails.
2: Let's go. So
4: they're each going to take 32 and 27 is a success, so then hat.
2: Would you roll, like, all sixes? 8d6? Yeah. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. I was thinking 6
4: There you just put go. it in the dice roll. Um,
2: it looks like she takes nothing, and they each barely flinch. Uh, you think she probably cast a Protection from Energy Communal.
4: You bitch! Shoot. That cost me two of my three points.
3: hmm If I
4: Who's had good? the rage feature... <laughs> just it key is that. now the loppers <laughs> just key that
2: on and relax. oh yeah what's the lopper doing
4: so let's see how far can I reach or how far are these guys yeah okay this is this is risky but the lopper can reach can get to him yeah
2: okay uh, so first thing that happens is both of their ready actions go off which something was something had to happen a vital strike from each of them
4: okay well, I might regret it, but.
2: Um. So, let's see. Keon, vital strike. Uh twenty nine.
4: No. Uh, no. And then a thirty
2: three. Yes. Okay, so one of them gets you. That's sixty four points of damage, and then they each get an attack of opportunity. My crit range on this big boy. It is just a 20. Okay. Um, these are both going to hit 16 and a 19 on the die. Are both more than 10 higher than the last hit. Yeah, that's some pretty good rolls. Now, these are magical and slashing, but if there's... So he's going to take another 85 damage.
4: Yeah, you should do one of those at a time.
2: What's his DR?
4: No, do them one at a time because he's going to go down from one.
2: Okay, so uh, 41
4: and the other one is what?
2: The rest of it, so 44.
4: Okay, well then he's just, he's gone forever. Yeah. Till tomorrow.
2: He's gone either way.
4: Well, the thing is, if he just went down from the first hit, because it was very close, so I had 49 points left. That's why I said one at a time. We well, can't he, go
2: unconscious, can
4: he? Yes. He has until his con. Oh. That's why it's like, I was like, I need him one at a time, but... You happen to do, you know, unfortunately, too much.
2: Yep, so he's um he's gone. That's Eclipse's turn. Uska.
0: Uska just watched the lopper move up and immediately fall with these readied actions and she's shocked for a second. Uh just those with- are gone at least. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean that's something. Um <laughs> Uska's not gonna run up. Uh, and try to attack them. But it does change what she was planning on doing. Uh, she is kind of switching. It looked like she was about to grab her star knife and was going to move up and try to attack. But after mm-hmm. seeing that, uh, from range. She was going to attack <laughs> from range. She throws her star knives. Um, but instead, she's worried about the frontliners. So she flies over to the group that has formed and she flies down, but she's only 10 feet in the air so she can touch Air Bear and give him protective luck. I think you're gonna need this.
3: All right, Durin. All right. He takes a five foot step over and whispers to himself, time to rain down heaven's wrath then. And hasted, begins to throw three bombs so first one is well they're all going to be at a target until it goes down i'm going to throw uh, thread the needle right between the two of them just like last episode this is two range increments outside of my comfortable range increment but i'm only taking a little bit of a penalty to that so 27 to touch yep all right now i'm using holy bombs so let's get some damage that is 30 good damage because the creature is very large, it should be taking some splash, correct? Yep, it will take one splash. One splash. Yep. It's resistant to good?
2: Oh no, no, no. Sorry. I mean, just cuz it's huge doesn't well, mean it right, takes you yeah, like, no, it's not help, taking you know, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that of them, each splash, of them will take yeah. a reflex save against splash, right? Yeah. Got me worried for a second, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh The one you just hit gets a 26. The other one only gets a 17
3: or sorry, 19. All right. So the 19 fails. Splash is 14. The success brings that down to half for seven more points of good damage. Okay. Second bomb is higher. So that's another hit. Okay. It's going to be 26 points of good damage. Again, both of them rolling a reflex save. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, both will fail, so 14s. You got it. Nice. And then a third attack. That is 28 against touch. Yep. 30 more points of good. Let me get some reflex saves. Um, 25 and a 23. Ooh, meets beats on the 23. Both of them are successes. Seven points of good for both of them. Okay. Is that all three bombs? Yep. Lyra.
0: All right. So we currently do not have any allies threatening these creatures. We have kind of a wall of our frontliners are waiting to go in.
2: Lyra can't even see them.
0: She cannot. She can only see. Oh, yeah. She can't see any of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with the way the party's lining up, I think she gets a little bit of an idea of at least the direction of where they are. Since she saw the lopper. He
3: definitely sees like giant muzzle flashes of explosions of good energy.
0: Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on, but the party hasn't fully approached yet. So Lyra continues singing and we did not hear anything about sonic resistance or immunity, did we?
2: You didn't hear All anything, right. no.
0: And I don't believe they had any spell resistance from what we saw so far. Mm -hmm. So Lyra moves up and she steps up to right in front of Matumbe to get a better view. And from here, she can see everyone. And she looks down, she looks down the hallway and can see the, the giant poking out from behind these huge creatures. And as she's singing, she lets out a ear splitting yell that deafens and damages creatures in its path. So this is a 60 foot cone, which Ooh. I believe I measured it out. I am not This
2: require a fortitude save.
0: Uh yes, it is a fortitude save.
2: Okay. They're immune. They're undead. Unless it affects objects.
0: It does affect objects.
2: Okay, then they're good.
0: Um, and I'm assuming they are not uh exposed, brittle, or crystalline objects because if they are brittle, no. it will do extra. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay, so fortitude save.
4: Yes. And that would hurt anything in its path, right? The
0: lopper's dead, dead, right?
4: Yeah, I just, I don't know spiritualist very well, so I, I, like, was about, like, I can apparently take some of the damage, but if this is, like, I can take the damage to prevent him from being gone for 24 hours. But I like don't I like didn't know that oh. until I was because I don't know spiritualists very well.
2: Yeah, I mean I let you do that, but
0: if I would change that, what I, like, I'm ruins doing, turn, And so,
2: well, yeah. how big is your burst? You could just target the back, right? It's twenty foot burst. It is it a, a cone.
0: It's a oh, it's cone, sixty foot.
2: Sixty foot cone. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get them in it.
0: Uh, but if I, I was operating on the thought that he was, like, dissipated and dead. So if he's there, that's different, and my turn would be different.
4: Yeah, sorry. I had to read a bunch and I only, like, right before, like, right when you started to go is when I figured out how this works, and so I was gonna make sure I talked about it before, like, right (laughs) next, right after your turn, but if this is problematic for your turn as well, I I just...
0: I might be able to not have him in there, because I moved up. Oh, shoot. It already... I moved I think like 50 some feet and I have uh, like 65 feet of movement with haste but I don't think I would be able to quite.
2: Do you have 35 normal?
0: Yes. She has boots okay. of uh, to increase her speed. Yeah
2: so you could go here and get the get the cone that
0: goes all the way up okay. 60 feet. Okay. Without hitting the lopper? Yep. Okay. I think if the lopper is still. Uh, I will take 30 damage
4: and keep him here. So if he's here.
0: All right. So then Lyra sees that the lopper is still there. She moves up a little bit further. Thankfully, she can do that because of haste. And then she shouts, but angles it in such a way that the lopper is spared. um, But she is clipping the edge of the creature. Yep. Awesome.
2: All right. Um, The far one fails. The other one's going to crush your DC. uh, And then the... Tomb Giant uh, is also going to crush your DC. So um, it's like 18s on the die and leave. All
0: right. So the one that failed is stunned for a round. The ones that saved are not stunned, but they do take half the damage and they are going to be deafened for, uh, for a certain number of rounds as well. So I will calculate that.
2: Uh, undead creatures are immune to stun.
0: Oh, bummer.
2: So basically, like, if there's a damage impact of this... There is.
0: There is. Uh, They will take damage. Uh, So the one that failed is going to take 36 damage. It's 10d6 points of sonic damage. And then those that succeeded take half. Uh, So that would be 18. And then they are going to be deafened. I'm assuming they can be deafened.
2: Yes, they can be. Well, yeah. Presumably.
0: 17 rounds. Okay. Uh, for those that failed, uh, if they succeeded, it's half. So that would be eight rounds.
2: Sounds good. Ikmer. All
1: right. You know, I've really been thinking on how the rest of the front liners could be of assistance. And I think I've found, or Ikmer thinks he's found away I'm not sure like I kind of don't see a point but also
4: why don't you see a point
1: because if we can attack like if we can attack from range
4: can you as a frontliner
1: no and that's part of it like I mean you guys are using resources but
0: I am a little worried just eventually they're gonna come out and like attack the squishy people standing right in front of the hallway
4: Eclipse was using resources because she could not reach them yet. Like she's making her way up to attack. That is why the Lopper went up first. Like
3: I would also say we don't know if they have combat re- uh, reflexes. Don't have any reason to think they do or don't. They're but ready in, in, in the event that they don't, then you should be able to get up there without soaking an A O O at least and start getting up in their face.
4: At a minimum, their ready action of vital strike is gone.
3: Exactly, for sure. So it's like either you move up or kind of commit to the fact that the entire front line has to like stay back for this entire combat unless they're coming to us. Which doesn't seem like they're doing.
4: And trust me, uh, like Tulia is going to run out of resources that are actually useful. Like fast, fast.
1: Okay. Well, then, then that's good to know. That's good to know.
4: They're literally immune to every type of spell that I have.
0: <laughs> I am running into it that problem doesn't too. help.
1: Yeah. All right. And so... Is the lopper's space available or not? No, the lopper is up. Okay.
2: The lopper is currently...
4: The lopper is at negative four. It's down, but still here.
2: Oh, it's still here. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
4: Down, but still present.
2: Yeah. So you're the only thing stopping that one from charging. If you move up.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Ikmer is going to run on the far side of this column in order... To not get AOO'd and then try to attack. So it's a roundabout okay. way, and he had to kind of use the wall
2: as, as cover. But Yep. So you're going to get ao by the one you're running up on. Okay. Um, but you saved yourself the others a- AOO, I think, because it can't reach. Yeah, that's 20 away.
0: Would he get any sort of cover concealment from the wall as he moves up?
2: I mean, this thing can hit him from any angle Uh, of itself. So it's like way bigger than the wall can grant Mm. concealment for. If it was a medium creature right up against that wall, I'd say definitely. But, you know, it's not like more than half of it can see. Yeah, it's So there's no concealment.
1: Did we know if there was DR?
0: Yes.
2: Yes, there is DR. Mm. Oh, buddy. 47. Yeah, that does it. Okay. These boys are... Nothing if not solely melee combatants. (laughs) Uh, That's 48 points of damage. Well, that's a lot to be taken on AOL.
0: Does that go through your DR?
1: It's a good question, but I don't think it
2: should. Uh, It is a plus two axe that he's attacking you with, so it should not, I don't think, go through silver. Fantastic. All right, so you move twice to get there, right? You moved around the column and then. I just. Or no, you have haste, so yeah, you you just did a loop. Mm-hmm. So you can attack if you want. That. I would love to do that. <gasps> a natural twenty.
3: Yeah. For a
2: Forty-five.
0: Yay.
2: Okay. Um, roll it again with a minus one.
0: Is this divine interference?
2: It might be. I have a cleric fighting you oh. behind these guys. All right, with
1: the minus one, it is a thirty-eight. Okay, it'll hit, but it won't crit. Oh my oh. god, that's wow! That's actually that's gonna be
2: hard to hit. Well, no, I mean like because you had to roll the attack again, you didn't roll another natural twenty, so it's not a. I used the divine interference thing, oh so... yeah. yeah, so you no
3: longer yeah. got a natural twenty. You yeah. Oh, got so whatever thirty-eight could potentially was. hit. We don't know yet. Yeah, okay. Got it. Okay.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Thirty-eight yeah. does
3: yeah. hit, oh,
1: but yeah. one hit is great. Still hit. Yeah. It 35 damage. Woo! Yeah. And you know what kind of sword I have, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Julia.
4: I don't have any spell, but Sonic Scream. That would do any good, but Sonic Scream is, like, very tiny damage, and you have to be very, very close, which right now, not gonna work, because I need more P- frontliners up there. Um, so... Instead, I will walk on over behind Air Bear, and I'm going to hope Air Bear's going up there because I will give you Blur.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because
4: I didn't hear anything about Vision, potentially. Mm -hmm. And that is my turn.
2: So he's got protective luck and Blur. Good thing he's up in the thick of it. Oh, wait.
4: He better be soon. (laughs) Nah, he's going to pull out his
2: bow. (laughs) 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 All right. This one's gonna leave his buddy.
4: Uh oh. Oh shit. Oh no 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 no! This is why I was worried about going out so far. Uh huh. No, I understand.
2: Yes, yeah, so he's gonna go. Uh, fifty,
3: sixty.
2: Hmm. Um. Gonna go ahead and vital strike
3: Durin. Imagine my surprise.
2: Yeah, well, you're dishing out like hundred fifty damage on bombs. No, I know. But he used his extra speed, so he's not not as hitty.
1: Oh, that means she has, what, the Blessing of Fervor, too?
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Damn it. All of our Uh, cool things are getting used against us.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's in the 40s. You got it. Okay. That's 61 damage. Then, um, you know, not a part of their juju thing, but a cool ability that they have. Uh, is called Swift Claw, so that underpit claw mm. uh, can attack you as a swift action. You're right; that oh. is a cool ability. So he's gonna do that. <laughs> 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 um, thirty-one. Hmm, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's gonna deal min oh, damage, fourteen damage, uh, and then I'm gonna attempt to grab. That is a 43 to grab. Of
3: course.
2: Okay. So I'm going to grab you. And I'm just going to. I'm going to take you. Because you have to be adjacent. Yep. With the grab. So I'm just taking you and moving you up to him. Matumbe is
3: now up. Guess he's got to go help his buddy out. So he moves up next to this creature, in Durin.
2: Yeah. I mean, Whoa. it's. He doesn't have like the tentacle thing that some creatures have. So he's still considered grappled. And okay. when you're grappled, you can't take.
3: I'm pretty sure you can't take uh, opportunity attacks, right? Mm, Let's see here if it's in the text. Rippled. I feel like the answer is probably no.
4: Correct. The answer is no.
3: Sweet. Well, in that case, Matumbe is going to take a couple steps up. Unfortunately, that's 10 feet away, so I can't full attack. He is going to go ahead and swift action channel positive energy to channel smite. Let's go ahead and try and make an attack here with the Book of the Raven all right boy would I like to high roll that is going to go to that would be 34 I don't know if that hits yet so I'm going to go and throw in some inspiration on that 36 you got him he's great all right nice I was not power attacking because kind of given up on doing that <laughs> 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 terrible off that roll Okay. that is 25 points from the book of the raven and now time for the positive energy at any time when you're ready I'm going to need two will saves one against destruction one against uh yes. halving this damage
2: uh 17 on the die against destruction should be fine uh however he's going to take full channel damage
3: okay that is going to be 13 points positive energy then okay you want to make a knowledge check? Uh, this time against the creature, I'm assuming? Yeah, be a local. Okay.
2: You could also, at this point, make one about the um,
3: Tomb Giant if you wanted to. That would also be a local. Oh, yeah. He can just barely see her now that he moved a little bit. 41 against the creature, not the Tomb Giant. The one Against the creature. Defense. That's going to be three questions. Let's start with some
2: special defenses. Okay. Okay. So you know the um, the defenses that are from the juju zombie. These guys have improved iron will, so uh, they can reroll a will save if they decide that you know they don't want to fail to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have toughness. That's about it. Okay. I mean, their their base creature doesn't have their are uh, what are known as attaches. Mm. They naturally have
3: these three arms. Whoa. I don't. I don't know what else to ask on these creatures. Oh, they definitely yeah. have that. Like, uh, they can catch rocks. That
2: was my second question. <laughs> yeah. So yep. like if, you, if you're gonna start yep. throwing rocks at them, I was. I was gonna don't ask. Bring them rocks, rock catching, don't bring rock yeah. rocks to a giant fight. Cause yep. <laughs> yeah. You notice there are there are conveniently a lot of crumbling walls and stuff. Plenty of ammunition for these giants to start oh, throwing rocks.
3: I'm not gonna lie, to Matu thinking about it. <laughs> I have two more questions. I honestly don't know what I want to know about these guys. They just seem like big brutes. If I were to guide you, I'd say special
2: attacks. I'll do special attacks, sure. Yeah, so you know they have Vital Strike, and you know they have that Swift Claw, mm-hmm. which means they can they can always do that as a Swift action. Mm. So even when they don't full attack, even when they Vital Strike, even when they move, double move, uh, they're always getting that. They have oh, Cleave, yeah. which is really dangerous for you guys because a shit ton of you can be in their reach. Yeah. Uh, you you recognize that they're using a butchering axe. Each of them has a butchering axe, which is already at their size of 66 damage weapon. Mm-hmm. So even if they're not vital striking, if they start to cleave, that's 66 to everyone that they hit. Yeah. I uh, hate so, that. So that's, that's scary. Mm. They have multi-attack, which increases the power of their of their natural weapons so they also have a bite and a slam attack Mm -hmm. and you know that their bite is poisonous they can also lunge so even if you think you're
3: safe you know 15 feet away they can lunge to 20. Jeez these things have great battlefield control if that counted as all like one special abilities thing and I haven't hit my third question I'd like to know senses
2: senses they have dark vision of course uh, dark vision low light uh that's it that's all I got all right cool so there's not going to be any um at least on them any sort of concealment mitigation or that kind of stuff they don't have they don't have true seeing
3: sounds good and now local on the tomb giant huh yes local on the tomb giant
2: 42 42 I believe that's enough for f- four or if it's not as just there, so I'll give it to you. Special defenses. Uh, special defenses. So you know this is a living creature?
3: Oh. It's a, it's a giant. It's a type of giant. I understand that giants are typically living. This one, as a tomb giant, is also tomb living? Tomb giant is a living creature.
2: Interesting. Very interesting mm-hmm. living creature, but it is living. Uh, they're immune to death effects and paralysis. They have you know, I'll give this to you as part of their defenses. They have uh, negative energy affinity, so they work like an undead creature, kind of like a vampire would. Mm-hmm. It's actually the extraordinary ability is the same name as the vampire one. Sure. So they work like that, but otherwise, there's like no, no DR, no, no special energy resistances on this one inherent to the
3: creature. Sure. Let's see. Besides that. We're getting four questions. I'm gonna ask senses again because if I can get Durin away, I'm definitely going invisible because he's gonna die. Yeah, you know that she's got pretty much the same senses there, so
2: dark vision and and low light. But I will kind of give you this, uh, although it wouldn't be free. You know, this is a this is a decently high level cleric that's working with stuff that only has you know dark vision, so you're smart enough to know she probably has a contingency for it if she sure, really wanted but to, she, she doesn't but have it an would, inherent yeah yeah, yeah that's it would, fine
3: it would cost something to to do yeah there's no reason she's sitting in here with having casted that spell on right. like pre or whatever unless she knew about us anyway what else do you guys want to know about this lady i don't know special abilities brooks doesn't know okay let's see Am I safe um, to throw rocks at her?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: you're not. She's got rock
2: catching rocks. Damn. Catching. Yeah. Uh, so some special abilities. These are really interesting creatures, although they're not. You know, some of these some of these are very situational, but they have what's called sinister synergy. So uh, the thing about tomb giants is sometimes they work in groups to form like necromantic armies armies of the dead, Mm -hmm. and they have an ability called Corpse Stitcher, (gasps) which which lets them use make hole as a spell like ability, but only for the purposes of creating undead creatures. So they can create like Necrocrafts, they can restore (gasps) armor to be used for phantom armor, they can repair grave knights, can basically reconstruct undead flesh. That's so cool. And the Sinister Synergy is when they when they work together, all of their spell-like abilities just enhance. So they they like raise the caster level of their innate animate dead and their innate controlled undead, their innate sculpt corpse ability, which lets them, you know, they can. If you find an undead creature in here that looks like someone you know, that might be a ruse,
4: huh? Because mm-hmm.
2: they can make a corpse look like any person that they've seen.
4: Oh. That's, That's so weird.
2: Cool as hell. And it requires like a will save to disbelieve. And you only get the will save if you also knew that person. Otherwise, it's like... Yeah, just another corpse. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, it's um, a very cool ability. Uh, I, I will say they they constantly have Detect Undead and Death Watch on. Mm-hmm. So those are just like innate things that they have. And you know that this one is a
3: cleric. So presumably has a bunch of other cleric esque abilities. Well, I think I have two questions left. I don't know what I want to do with them. Wait, no, I don't, right? Because I did senses, special defenses, and you have one left, yeah. Yeah, I only have one left. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, potentially like Lois save, or we could get you know lucky what, a- with a with a weakness, but kind of doubt it.
3: I was actually thinking Lois save myself because a lot of times for I for undead that's like a. A fortitude or will or something, right? Because they don't have a con, no, a, a fortitude because they don't have a con mm-hmm. score, and you can't really take advantage of that. But because she's not technically undead, we could take advantage if it is if it is fortitude or whatever. What sort of weakest save? As a giant, it's reflex. Okay,
4: makes sense.
3: Yeah,
2: most of these big boys, uh
3: aren't very dexterous. She is fairly dexterous. It's just her worst one. That's all you got. Yeah, and after. Dumping two and a half minutes of exposition. His turn's <laughs> over. Yep. All right, it's my uh, my plausible
2: buddy down here's turn. Oh, let's see.
4: It is plausible that it hits something.
2: <laughs> plausible. <laughs> I mean, with uh, Ickmer as the the target in front of it, um, not likely,
4: but plausible. But plausible. <laughs> plausible, but not
2: probable. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we gotta do. We gotta, I, mean, I gotta, gotta turn this uh, this power attack off. And honestly, the uh, uh, like they're a little more likely, but like the the secondary attack is not very likely <laughs> on you uh, like it's in like nineteen twenty range. That's okay with me. Yeah, I guess we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and full attack here and see what see what I can do. Uh, so that means I'm not doing vital strike. I'm just trying to. Hit you with everything I've got, and gotta roll, like, high teens for, uh, some of it. I mean, yeah, his main attack is only gonna be a 40, uh, which won't hit. Correct. So he's gonna swing again with this butchering axe. Oh, there it is. Um, it's not a crit, but it, well, actually, I don't know what you're, I don't, we had talked about your AC, but, uh, it's, um, it's a 44. With a nineteen on the die,
1: and my AC is forty-four.
2: Okay, so yeah, so I was right though. Uh-huh. I'm like, I got to roll really fucking. <laughs> I don't know if the full attack's worth it. Forty-nine damage, which will go to thirty-nine mm-hmm. because of your um, your DR. Then he's gonna attempt to bite. Uh, let me use that guy that rolled me the nineteen. See if I can. <laughs>
4: roll him um. I'm really happy Ickmer went up there.
2: Uh, that's, that's not going to be a hit. He's going to try his uh, Swift Claw now, which is a little bit better than his bite, but not by much. And that's not going to hit either. Okay. Uh, so he gets one hit off on you on a full attack because um, I don't get the slams when I'm using a Butchering Axe. So um, that's his turn, man. Okay. Air Bear. So Air Bear saw Matumbe
1: be able to run up there without being attacked, he is going to take advantage of that and uh, activate his challenge against the thin juju zombie. What does he say?
4: <laughs> was That's my
1: favorite part of every combat. It was a little clever to be able to be able to wait until our backliners were more vulnerable before coming up and there was so much speed. I'm a little impressed by that.
0: <laughs>
1: but he is going to take he's going to run up there and then he, he is able to occupy the same space
2: Yep. So underfoot
1: and then attack. Okay. And this will be with the Blade of the Rising Sun so we'll see... Oh, this goes.
3: Oh, boy. Yeah, it's
2: tough because you don't add your decks to damage on that one. It
1: is It is a lot tougher. I'll, I'll give it yep. that. But with a four on the die, that really doesn't help at all. Uh, 22.
2: No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. Um, that was a move and an attack, but you are successfully underfoot to this thing, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that ain't nothing. Ugh, we've got a wall here, and... Unfortunately, this wall is blocking my main melee combatants. Ah, oh, what do I want to do? Yes,
1: I, I very much so was tactical about how how to use the wall, or at least trying to use the wall in the environment. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> oh, there's one thing that I forgot. However, because of the the blade, it's daylight. The well the zombie is is dazed.
2: Doesn't have to be hit by the blade. I'm pretty sure it does.
1: No. No no no. See, that is that was originally what I thought. That is not true. Um, it is the glorious part of the of the weapon. A glorious weapon flashes with light, any creature, the wielder attacks, and melee is automatically dazzled. Until All right, well, that's very different than days. Yes, and that's why I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to double check that. Uh, yes, dazzled. Think, see, yeah, that's that's much better.
2: But dazzled nonetheless. Yeah, I guess it doesn't say hits. It just says the wielder attacks in melee. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that one will be dazzled. I'm gonna go ahead and toss a spiritual ally, which will just. Make look like this for now. Toss in a spiritual, so she casts a spell, uh, creates a spiritual ally, and she places it kind of diagonally between Tulia and Mintumbe. And the spiritual ally is just this like huge scythe made of force. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out my attack mod here.
4: I'm sure it's not not high. (laughs)
2: No, legitimately,
4: it's not going to be high.
2: Uses the giant's base attack bonus. Which is high.
4: Oh, plus I, well, I was her wisdom modifier,
2: clear. which is very high. Uh oh. Yeah, but giants have uh, base attack bonus, just racial base attack bonus.
4: Oh um, boo! Never mind.
2: So she's normally at a plus twenty-two. So this is going to be at a plus twenty. Okay. Um. So this is going to attack. I think.
4: Can I counter spell? If I can identify it, Tulia could counter Ooh. I have not remembered this uh, a single time until now.
2: Okay. <laughs> you can try. Is it an immediate action, I assume?
4: By expending one point from my Arcane Reservoir, the car- Arcanist can attempt to counter a spell as it's being cast. So I'd assume yes.
2: Okay. Okay. What do you do to attempt to counter it?
4: Dispel magic. So I, I just. It, so you burn like a dispel, dispel magic? It's not burning, I use a point. To, to act as if I have dispel magic. Okay. So I will...
2: Then you have to recognize the spell first before you can counter it.
4: Yep. So first, I will roll spellcraft. 49.
2: You recognize it as spiritual ally.
4: Cool. Nice. Now I'll dispel the magics, hopefully.
2: So what? A d20 plus 13 versus 11 plus the caster level?
4: Yes. Versus the spell's caster level.
2: Yes, she cast it, so that's it's at her caster level.
4: Well, I rolled really, really bad, so uh, that is only a 24.
2: That doesn't do
3: it, but it does change my mind. I'm going to attack Tulia.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Because Air Bear's token is on one of the big guys, he looks like he's got a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> real good. <laughs> see, I see him in front. <laughs> We should screenshot that and that should be the Instagram button. <laughs> <laughs> 32.
4: That'll hit. Roll a D8 and re-roll 8.
2: How do you still have that on?
4: It is minutes per level.
2: Okay, it's done after this and if you run into another combat, I got you. Yep. Okay.
4: I just forgot about it last combat. <laughs> so one hits
2: you. Pops an image. Okay. And then I think she'll go ahead and move. Alright, next in the order is Eclipse.
4: Great. Eclipse is going to fly over all right. to the girl
2: she's gonna get AOO'd
4: okay we're, we're doing scythe beast scythe 40 that'll hit
2: 27 points of damage and you guys still have death ward on
4: yep and I still have stone skins now I'm gonna try to hit her okay 33 no and Who's then
2: Oops, sorry lopper
4: well no Loppers. has uh, gotta stabilize so I have to roll... what? what is, oh man, it's been a long time since I've done Stabilize. You've
2: got to roll your, what, negative four? Yes. So you've got to roll a con check. So what's his con score?
4: Plus... He has a plus two.
2: Okay, so you roll a d20, plus two, and it's got to be to 14.
4: Ah, uh, 16 on the die. I wish that was my roll to hit.
2: Nice. <laughs> right, he's stable. Yay. Is that it? Yes. All right, Uska.
0: <laughs> Uska sees that the lopper is still on the ground and is not really moving around at all. He is healed by positive energy, correct?
4: Correct. I can only be healed by magic and not mundane. That's like the big asterisk for me. All in one E, that mundane's not a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, mundane's like nothing anyway, so. So a
0: channel (laughs) will help him. Yeah. Alright, Uska channels, and that's going to reach everyone but Eclipse. Okay. Okay. And that is 30, 33 points of healing. And don't forget about that. Roll twice and take the better. And then she does not move. She just starts cackling to extend <laughs> Air Bear's uh, protective luck. And that's her whole turn.
3: Very nice. Duran. All right, Durin's wounds begin to close as he heals five hit points for free uh, spontaneously. And then, I did look this up while other people were going. he He reaches into his jacket, pulls out a little pill and pops it into his mouth. His body begins to discorporate and appear back behind Uska as I have used the Phase Step Extract, which behaves... Like Dimension Door.
0: Whoa.
3: Do you not have to do any concentration concentration stuff? Nope. Behaves like a potion, which means that you can take an attack of opportunity, but you're grappled, so you can't.
4: Whoa. Look at you.
3: But that would be my entire turn, essentially. I would have a move action remaining, but there's nothing that I really want to do with it. Yeah, you can't move after Dimension Door if it acts as Dimension Door. Oh, fair point. Okay, so you can drink Extracts while you're grappled. Yes. It only requires one hand. Very clever. I'll give you a bad boy point for that. I'll redeem that later.
2: (laughs) Yeah, the drinking, it's not the issue. I'm wondering if you can pull it out.
3: Well, it's one standard action to pull out and imbibe in one go because it's an extract. Mm -hmm. But if it's acting like a potion, it doesn't work on that rule then.
2: You know what I mean? Extracts work on a different action economy than potions. That's true. So that's where it's like, yeah, you
3: could definitely do it if you had it in your hand.
4: Everything online, yeah, yeah, everything
3: that I'm seeing is saying that this is possible.
4: Yeah, everything online says it would be like a potion.
3: Gotcha. Yeah, looks like it works. Hell yeah. So he reappears at the furthest part of the back line, essentially, but that's it. Lyra,
0: that makes Lyra's turn a lot easier. She was very (laughs) concerned. Uh, about Durin being stuck in the this creature's grasp. Uh, but now she doesn't have to worry about that. And this giant... Uh, this creature has not gone since Lyra has seen Matumbe and Air Bear walk up to it. Oh, but it's no it's longer not, grappling. It's,
3: it's not grappled anymore All yet.
0: right. So Lyra is going to attempt to cast a swift action spell with verbal components only.
2: If it's a swift action, it's no AOL. Okay,
0: perfect. So she casts grace on herself, so her uh, movement does not provoke attacks of opportunity. Mm-hmm. She, because she is hasted, is going to move around this spiritual weapon, because um, it's visible, correct? It's not.
2: Yep, okay. it's visible.
0: And she moves around to hide behind the pillar right next to Uska and then she
4: It currently looks as though all of the squishy casters just hid behind the squishy wizard of Touya.
3: <laughs> it looks like that because that's what happened Uh huh
0: <laughs> And then Lyra starts casting a spell but nothing happens at the get go
2: Okay
1: Ickmer. All right, Ickmer is face to face with one of these giants, uh, giant zombies here, and next to next to Vance, and he's gonna say, uh, "No, Mister Vance uh, Lopper, we had our differences in the past,
2: but it seems like he's talking to Vance. On the ground.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, he's he's up technically." But he's keeping his eyes shut. <laughs> he's
2: like, I don't want to listen he, to this. He's unconscious at minus four,
3: right? Oh no, he got healed. Never. Yeah. Ikmer's right. like, this is my time to talk. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he can see like Vance is clearly trying not to
3: be <laughs> yeah. noticed. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> you know, like peaking, attention,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Peeking with one eye open. Like, oh my god.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, he Ikmer is up there, and so he is going to full attack. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, does a 34 hit?
2: 34 against an ungrappled creature. Let's see. Let make sure this is the right one. He has all his stuff on.
1: Yep. Meets beats. Oh, fantastic. All right. The next is a 42 uh, with 17 on the die. I need to check whether or not that's a critical threat. Oh, baby. It is 17 to 20 crit, crit range. Oh, yes. I'm going to remember my critical focus, but a 35 on the die doesn't even need it. <laughs> 35 what? on the die? Five. What is he rolling over there? Hold ah. on a second. Rolling a percentile yeah, I, over there? Yeah, man, here I am at the beginning of the episode joking about fudging numbers. and uh, 35 on the die, baby. Natural 35. <laughs> DC
3: 37, that's a 35 on the die with a 10 on a die. <laughs>
1: Brings it to 35 total. So that will confirm. All right. And does Bane damage, or uh, I guess does Holy
2: damage? Yep, they're undead. Awesome. They're evil.
0: And don't forget, you are within 30 feet of Lyra, so you get a D6 of Sonic damage.
2: Oh, hell yeah.
1: You said a D6? Yep. All right. So it is going to be 103 plus... Four to make it 107 total. What's it look like? Oh. Yay! I mean, he—he, he, this thing is massive. He just goes from the bottom up, right between his legs, and slices him right in two.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, he'd taken over 200 damage. He had five hit points left, but I appreciate the uh, appreciate the big effort there.
3: Well, thank you. <laughs> Tulia. I'm sorry, Brooks. Was that just one attack that you killed him on? Uh, one attack and one crow Was it? Oh, you 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 wouldn't have killed him on the first. You wouldn't have done more than five points of damage on the first. I mean, so yeah, yeah, I would have. But I just put them all together. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he declared the full attack, so he could five foot step. Steve. Yep.
4: What kind of energies is this tomb giant uh, immune to?
3: Tomb giant immune to death effects, paralysis. I didn't write down any energies. energies.
4: So it'd probably only be that spell that we know of, acid.
3: Probably. Unless it had other spells going, or I missed writing something down.
4: I mean, is uh, what would be a, uh, what is it called? Uh, the knowledge check for this, if I wanted to just double check on the energy, or is it? Local. 33.
2: Get you one question.
4: Uh, Is it is it immune to any energies right now?
2: None inherent to it being a tomb giant. Neat, neat, neat. Well, I mean, you wouldn't want to hit it with negative energy. Wouldn't do anything.
4: Right, yeah, of course. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Tulia is going to use a point dimensional slide 35 feet up towards Ikmer and the Lopper, and then I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt at the Tomb Giant. So I need a reflex save. Uh,
2: 15.
4: That will fail. 37 points of electricity damage.
2: All right, it's the uh, Juju Zombie just turn. It's... Got a flank on Matumbe. It's going to flip its fervor to extra attack. All right, here we go. And I'll toss power attack on. Okay. First two attacks. uh, 38. Yep. And then only 34.
3: That will miss.
2: Next attack. 35. That hits. Okay. Two hits with the butchering axe. You don't have any DR or anything. I can roll this at once. No, go for it. All right, that's 102 damage. Oof. Oh boy. It's going to go ahead and bite. But a 32 won't do it, I
3: don't that's think. Correct. Good.
2: Then it's going to swift claw. That's another 35.
3: 35 is a miss.
2: Okay. Didn't I just hit you with 35? Did we do one of the other Master on? I had a 34, a 35. My AC is okay. 36. I think I'm... I thought I'm, I must have missed you with two of those then.
0: Are you factoring in the... Who's factoring in the flanking?
2: Uh, I'm not factoring yeah. in any flanks, so that'll hit 37. Yep. Okay, then I'm not worried about the other one.
3: I swore I gave you 35 and you said it hit. Uh, I don't think I did. I may have been mistaken. Okay.
2: Swim. It's only 20 damage. He's going to try and grab you. Actually... Grab didn't work out for him last time, so he's not going to.
3: All right, Matumbe's looking pretty battered, but he's up. It is Matumbe's turn. Well, he's going to take a fiver to the south, which does break the flank, at least for now, with the spiritual weapon, not for long. Then he is going to... Oh, jeez, I just got to full attack this creature and try and put him down with my friend Air Bear, who's going soon. He is going to swift action channel positive energy channel smite. If I miss this, I will be using the second chance feat to try and preserve the channel smite.
2: Sounds good.
3: Oh, boy. I wish I crit on a 19 because that's a 19 Ooh. on the dark. That definitely hits. Yep, that should get him. All right, let's do a little damage. Then I'm rolling to not be destroyed and not have the um You got it.
0: And don't forget your D6 of Sonic.
3: I did. So I'll <laughs> add it. Uh
2: 20 on the or sorry, that's Will, right? Yes. Never mind, that's
3: a lot better, but Okay. Let's roll my reflex for zero reason. <laughs> right, you're looking for 14s total, so like. Let's do this damage here. I got 32 off the hit. I'm going to roll my positive energy, and you're going to take half of my total. That's 17 total, you are going to be taken eight. Ran down. Yeah. I imagine he's still up. Yep. So then second attack. Ooh, five on the die. Let's take that to, yeah, 34 exactly. That should do it. Yep. With the flank, I'm assuming. Exactly, yeah. 28 points of damage. And then final attack. Ooh, I might—I th- I got it, 17 on the die. That'll nice. do. Nice, Well above 34. This might be one of the only times I've hit three times on a turn. Oh, I guess I'm gonna, so, well, I still got oh, yeah. to roll one. Sorry. destruction for the last one. 10. Yeah. I didn't channel smite so you don't have to roll set. Oh yeah, do I know, to I'm rolling this, for I'm the, this
2: one, yeah. Yeah, Not to be oh, destroyed ten. on the last one. Six, I'm okay. Perfect.
3: Another 28.
2: Very solid full round from the battered Matumbe. Air bear, take him down. Air bear, you are up. Yes, an air bear is underfoot.
1: I, and because he is this large creature, I'm almost picturing the the flank going on between he and Matumbe is like we're flanking in one leg. Yeah, Matumbe <laughs> is like whacking
2: him on the thigh. And you're gonna be like
1: hitting him in the back of the calf. The, yeah, the Achilles tendon. <laughs> you going for Achilles. All right. So with the main hand, we'll see if he hits at all, but hey, okay, okay. We said that a 30, well, a 30 doesn't hit, correct? Right. But with a 20 on the die, a 33 is still going to hit. With flanking? uh,
3: With a natural 20. I I thought the AC was 34. But it's a natural 20. Right, but I want you to get that crit. Does your natural twenty go up to thirty three? Yeah. And are you taking into account flanking? Yeah. Or no, I, I'm not. So then that's a thirty five, which is a crit threat. Yes.
4: To be clear, it's not a crit threat unless it goes above the AC.
3: Yes. That's that's why. Yeah. I thought on all natural twenties it really was
4: critical. No.
3: No, it's it's a definite hit on a natural mm. twenty, but if, with a natural, if a natural twenty doesn't hit the AC, it's just a hit.
4: Well,
1: here I am learning something every day.
0: It'll just be difficult to confirm.
1: We'll see. Definitely. I also have critical.
2: uh
0: oh, that's right.
1: That's
2: right. <laughs> confirm. Uh, yeah. There's. Oh, hold up. Uh, what's the range on my stupid? On oh, the divine oh, interference? I believe it should it's be 30, thirty feet.
0: Yeah. But let me double check.
2: If it's yeah, I think it's thirty-two. Sorry, I'm not a pro at using it like you. So I don't think I. Oh, just in there. That's thirty feet, yeah. baby. Okay. Yep, I'm using it because I haven't used it on this one. I used it on the other one. So re-roll that natural twenty.
1: All right. Well, with a 21, uh, yeah, no, that's not
3: going to confirm or even hit. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Now, wait a sec. Hold on. A, hold on a second. Sorry. As an immediate action, when an enemy within 30 feet hits an ally, he is not within 30 feet. Your ally is within 30 Isn't- feet. He is 35 feet away. Oh. So she can't do that on him. Yep. You're right. Oh, very cool. Oh. I saw it was close and it was like I just wanna be sure if it's the, the, the person dishing it out or the person receiving it. Wow, you are you're very clever today. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> and well because
2: um so So you get a plus four to roll to confirm that crit. Okay. So you're still gonna have to roll like a
0: crazy high. 16.
2: Yeah, I
1: no.
0: It's possible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I do not get it with oh. a twenty-seven. Hmm. But, um, because this is still a critical threat, he is surrounded by Fairy Fire and will take an extra d6.
0: Nice.
2: At the start of his turn. Start of his turn.
0: Uh, and just as you're starting to do your damage, you are 35 feet away from Lyra, so you don't get that d6 of Sonic. Darn.
1: Okay. All right. Damage from the katana. Ooh, one on the die uh, for 31. Now I'm going to use the other hand. Sounds good. And with a 42, a 40, 39, 36. My God. Yeah, all these bonuses are fantastic.
2: (laughs) How are you at four attacks? Haste from my boots. That's only for your main hand weapon. You don't get that for your offhand. Offhand. You get two attacks at your highest attack bonus with your main hand weapon with haste.
1: Oh, then I have been playing that wrong
2: for forever, and Hero Lab has it... I don't think you get an extra iteration of... two-weapon fighting with haste.
4: So the only reason Hero Lab shows it on both is because the uh, creature may make one extra attack with any weapon you're holding. So Hero Lab's going to give you the calculation for either hand because you can pick which one.
2: Gotcha. Well, I assume you've already rolled all of them for the first one. So uh, it's going to be three hits instead of four. Let's play that right going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I...
1: My sincere. I'll be honest.
2: Th- I usually just glaze over and don't make,
3: don't count your uh, attacks. <laughs> yeah, we just got a lot of them. <laughs> we just understand that it's a lot. We just understand. And that wait for him to get done rolling. Uh, should be. Uh, sad, I,
2: yeah, I'm genuinely sin- so sorry about That buddy. it's fine. You almost never hit with the last one. This was just a circumstance where you did, <laughs> or would have. Yeah, I only noticed it because he actually has like two weapons that are different this yeah. time.
3: So, uh. Right, right.
4: It's hard, too, because, again, Hero Lab will put it on every single weapon that you possibly could have.
3: <laughs> it's like, right, it's like the prone thing. It's like, I hit prone, my AC should change. Well, it's kind of mm-hmm. conditional, right? You know? Okay. Yeah, if it's conditional at all, they mm-hmm. don't put it on.
4: They either put it on everything or they don't put it on anything. Exactly. <laughs> it's very all or nothing.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to tell you, if any of those were crit threats, that's awesome. If you want to, like, roll for for glory or whatever but if you're doing like 30 damage a pop you're gonna get him with three hits
1: okay well I I certainly am uh cause <laughs> it is he is uh the to enemy um none of them were crit threats
2: okay either way though you still managed to um to kill the lumbering juju zombie at touch thank goodness
1: is it worth it to chain challenge yes because uh it's uh yeah, uh, so Airbear is going to chain his challenge to the cleric,
2: the Tomb Giant. Okay. The Tomb Giant is uh, going to switch to the enhanced speed and full withdraw into the darkness. And you hear, this whole time, you've been hearing that disgusting, like, wet sound of gnawing on flesh. And as she runs back into this darkness down these steps into another area, that sound stops. Oh boy. And you hear multiple chairs scrape backwards. And I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. I knew it.